This is episode 268 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by my friend, Marcel. I'm early, Manzano. I wrote a whole lot more than I'm that. I'm early, super early, so early that I'm doing podcast 269 right now, Manzano. <laughs> you see, he's not in school anymore, but he still has to read. <laughs> Will take my lead, Hagwood. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And Ryan, I have liberated my voice back from the clutches of Ursula Staniszewski. Mostly. It's all here. I'm not cheese grater anymore. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. It's, it's good to have. It's good to have Staniszewski back in full form. Well, announcements and news. Uh, same as last week. A couple of reminders. July 9th, the planning, the planning phase syndicate showdown in Orlando, Florida. If you're going to be in the Florida uh, area, you want to come down and play. I believe they still have spots available. We did have the link in last week's description. You can go ahead and click it this week as well. Uh, looking forward to meeting some folks there uh, in a couple of weeks. And then July 16th and the 17th, the Galactic Championship Qualifier. It's Malachor, the second one of, of five qualifiers. It is happening during one of the Eastern, uh, during the Western European time zone. So make sure to get signed up, goldsquadronpodcast.com. And last but not least, in a couple of weeks, uh, we also have Mini Extravaganza happening July 14th through the 16th. So that means we might have some some uh, some little tidbits to talk about uh, of Mini Extravaganza during our Galactic Championship Qualifier stream. Should be a good time. Of course, podcast episode brought to you by GSP t- patrons. Thank you so much. Uh, all shipping information has been sent off to our shipper uh, to prepare the shipments for for you guys for patreon again reminder quarter two and quarter three will be combined together and sent out so today here is what's on the docket we are first going to be hitting the xtc today is an xtc primer um the season started this or starts this week for XTC, um, and we're going to go ahead, take a little bit of a look at the faction breakdown, uh, talk about the Team USA strategy, since we have Will here, who's the captain, uh, Marcel, one of the players, slash ex-captain, and we're, uh, we, we want to know how things are going, have some conversation around that. We're also going to take a little bit of time and do uh, revisit our list of the week section. We have a quick question um, that we're actually going to answer first, and then at the end, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series review. We're going to go ahead and break it down, uh, talk about what we liked, what we want, and uh, and more. So make sure to stick around. Of course, we'll give you a full warm Morning before we get to that, now, just in case you haven't seen the uh, the finale, but we're getting pretty close to uh, open spoiler uh, dates, so make sure to uh, to be ready for that. But I want to start by actually answering a very simple question. Simple for us, but we can understand how newer players might get this mixed up. So, Will, I'm going to go ahead and throw you this watermelon. You ready? So, Pero asks, Hello, can you please answer this question? May I take my range ruler out at any point during the game to measure distance from my ships to other things? Or am I only allowed to measure when I try to target lock or when I have already declared a 
attacking a specific ship? Uh, so yes, <clears throat> so yes and no. Yes, on the target lock, uh, you can measure and check range to any object and see if it's in range zero to three. Uh, the, uh, there is uh, abilities as well. Um, what comes to mind is Landau Calrissian, uh, which you can, uh, you if you're choosing an object, uh, normally a ship or something like that, uh, in a certain range, you can certainly measure then as well. Uh, but for uh, the the second part, um, when you attack, uh, you do not have to declare the defender before you measure. You can measure to anything. Uh, and then see if it's in arc, see if it's in range, and then make that uh, decision. And there you go. So pretty easy. And so, so like Will said, the, the no part is you can't just do it at any point you want. There's those triggers. Attacking when you def have declared that target lock or when you have those abilities. Remember, you can... Post your questions. It doesn't matter how, quote-unquote, simple. If you think it's a simple rules question, we'd love to hit those in our Discord question submission section. Hit them up. Or if you have some more philosophical things for us to discuss, such as uh, is a pizza a quesadilla with red sauce. All right? So let us continue. Ah, there I got, I got, Will, got Will thinking. But that's not our question today, so we got to keep going. Uh, the XTC. Marcel, what is the XTC? Uh, it's the X-Wing Team Championship, but more specifically, it's more like the... Um, uh, it started out as the European National Team Championships, where the, all the European teams picked a national team, or um, however they got about, got, got, went about to get to that, and they would, they would um, basically follow... Uh, Euros around, which is European um, Continental Championships, I think it was called, Euros. And as of 2019, um, countries from outside of Europe started participating, and now it's more of a... Um, it, it's more of a national tournament where only one team per country is allowed to participate. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it like a World Cup because uh, there's a lot, there's a little bit more, um, like the selection process isn't quite as open always. And I know that there's, you know, we've we've gotten some gripes about selection process in in in, in our own team for this particular year. Um, too bad, so sad. It is what it is. Uh, but not the official um, stance of Team USA. No, not the official stance of the official captain, uh, William. It's the, it's the official stance of me, who am am am, am just a grunt. Um, anyway, so yeah, so it's a, it's a team tournament. We have twenty five teams participating this year. Twenty four of them are representing a country. One of them is just really to round out the. Uh, it, there's um, what is it? Five groups of five. So in order for one group not to have four, you know, there was a, a mercenaries team. They call it the Pirates. Uh, I think Funwalk is in charge of it, right? So uh, so that means we have a total of how many teams this year? 25. 24 countries and one 
Okay. Because uh, all right, that that that's good. Because I know at first it was a little light. There was a so there seems that there was a rush at the end to get signed up. Yeah, and it's a little surprising with the teams that ended up participating and the ones that didn't. Like there are teams playing this year that did not play last year, and last year we had forty or thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. And there are some major teams that are not playing this year that that would be considered major. So uh, three that come to mind is Peru. Uh, they represent in South America. They're not the playing this place. year? Peru is not playing. They could not put together a team. Uh, Poland, who's a, been a powerhouse every year, except last year they got, maybe, maybe they're still licking their wounds. And um, Singapore. Which came oh, that's another. Those those are three really so, good teams. Yeah, that, three that couldn't really show good teams up this that you year. Expected to show up, um, and then we had. Um, I know Austria is no. I don't know how many other ones, but Austria, for example, uh, was not. Well, it's new this this year to last year, but they mm-hmm. played in like the actual when it was in person before. Right. All right, all right, okay, cool. So we got 25 teams. That's a great number. Uh, Will, again, just just today, what I really want to do, even though there's some tidbits we've dropped around, who is Team USA? And I would like the official stance on how was the team selected and why are these people on the team, just to put it out there. Uh, well, I will actually start by deferring that to Marcel. Uh, I, I did not like the team. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you didn't select the team and I didn't select no, the no, team, I, did. I did select the team. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 throwing it, I'm throwing the blame over to Will. Uh, so the selection process this year. So basically the selection process was everybody who played last year playing this year. And the reason for that is last year, there was an application and then, you know, where have you played? And, and I was talking to you, Dion, and other people mm-hmm. that are like, okay, um, because you have to get camaraderie, people that get along, also people that have done well and proven to do, do well. So everybody that was on the team last year had a consistent showing of either winning tournaments or uh, consistent um, making cuts consistently and playing on a regular basis. We had uh, we had data on them, especially in that online air, like exactly when, when online blew up. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of data, and 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 the ones that towards the very end, I started doing some playoffs. Like you play against, you know, basically you play and you're in, you and you lose and you're out. You know, win and mm-hmm. lose out type of thing. Um, so last year was an actual selection process. This year, I didn't feel that we had. Uh, when the selection was made, there was no, the only tournament that had happened for 2.5 was Adepticon, and that's an in-person tournament that only, you know, the people that were, you know, what, like 150 people and right. showed up, and there was no online data, so I, I, I just said, you know what, I know that the people that played last year had good camaraderie, we're still keeping in touch, um, we know they're good players and you you know for the most part we believe that people that were good last year will or in 1.0 2.0 like will continue to at least be good and more than anything i know that they're committed because that that was my number one concern is that you know people sign up and then ghost us like a month into it uh which can very well happen in this format especially if you lose the first one or lose the first two and you start lo- stop start losing interest 
um, it does a disservice to the teams. You know, let's say, you know, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen, but let's say we lose the first two games. We still have to show up and play our best in the third game because if we just lay down for the third team, it's doing a disservice to everybody else who beat us fair and square. So we need to make sure that, you know, we knew that, I knew that the players that were here last year were committed and they were responsible and they would show up to the team meetings and and all that um so anyway so that's that's why there wasn't an application process or anything there was no data and there was a shorter time frame last year we were doing this in january this time it was like three weeks it's like okay put your team together you got two three weeks to to do your lists and everything else and let's go there you go all right so who is the team will who is the team? Um, well, we still have Marcel returning as a player. Uh, he is switching to a wild faction, the CIS, uh, at this point in time. Uh, Marcel, what are you flying? Flying Django. I know what you're flying, but it's Django and one. It's Django. Uh, yeah, so it's Django Fett. Then it's two bombardment drones. It is... Um, yeah, Django, two bombardment drones, and three uh, Trade Federation drones, the two, two generics and doofus. So it's a total of five, uh, a total of six ships. So, so DFS 081 being the two cost one that's named, and then two separatist drones that are also I3? Yeah, so it's uh, all of the drones are I three. So it's a two. It's two drones with um, Discord missiles. The I three drones with Discords. It's uh, Doofus with uh, energy shells, and then two bombardment drones with clusters and seismics, and then Django with a bunch of stuff. Okay, so now here's here's my question again for maybe somebody who's, who wasn't a part of the XCC. How do how do lists work? Uh, is this you guys have to keep the same list throughout the entire thing? Uh, is is there how many rounds are there? How does this how does this thing work? All right, well, so we're gonna take our uh, five players. We've all selected list. Uh, the the rest of the team uh, is me flying first order, uh, Doug. Uh, How uh, flying scum, S Steve Cotillo flying the Empire, which he did last year as well. And then we have Tommy Adams on the Mega Silver himself flying uh, the Rebels. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take our Don't five the other two. Oh, you know what? Thank you for reminding me. I was focused on the list. Uh, we do have two other members of the team. Uh, that's Matthew Carey uh, as a substitute. And Kenneth Lyon is our coach uh, slash sub. So he's handling uh, the most of the pairing process and then obviously filling in when necessary. Uh, so great to see. Uh, we ended up with... Uh, one more, one more. And then... Um... Daniel Leon is also playing. He was on our mm. team. He was our CIS yes. player, but he is playing for Team Norway this year. So uh, a betrayal most high. Uh, a betrayal, betrayal most high. Yes, yes. He did ask ahead of time. He's like, "Hey, you guys mind? You know, they need a sub. <laughs> you know, there's eight of us. You know, 
we just expect the L, you know, when uh, from them, you know, when we play Norway. <laughs> Time to that's lay all. down. Lay just, down. You know, you know it is. <laughs> all no, right. no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. So then uh, those five players have been matched up uh, in with other teams in five different groups. Uh, it's group A, B, C, and D. Uh, I think these are all their abbreviations, so we'll see if I can uh, dig through them. Um, I, uh, Marcel, you got a list of all 25 teams that don't doesn't have abbreviations? I, I let don't me know have if, it open. Let me know if you can find one. But, I'll, I'll get one. Just uh, while, uh, while you're looking at that. So then these groups are paired up. Uh, we're going to play uh, five rounds, uh, and each team then is going to have a bye as well. So you're going to play the four other teams in your group uh, throughout the five-week uh, Swiss. Then uh, the top teams will be face-off uh, against each other in a two-day event. I believe that's August 27th, if I'm not mistaken, about a month from now. No, that can't be right. September 27th. Uh, but then that that's, uh, will break down the same way as far as teams competing against each other. They'll play all the teams in the cut, and then the team with the overall best record will continue to be uh, the champion for the the year. Awesome. So Pretty I don't have it without the abbreviations, but I can go ahead and and uh, take one for the team and <laughs> start uh, guessing those abbreviations. Good, good luck, because there's and, some and, of those countries <laughs> where there's like they put three I, letters and none of them are in the country name somehow. So, <laughs> uh, so, so we'll, I can look at pictures. I can look at the flags. I don't so know if that's gonna be any the better. So we'll start off with. Oh wait, no, you know what? No, no, I I, I do actually have it here. This, oh, uh, I want to this... try it now. I want to test myself. Okay, and then all right. Among. I'll start with group all A. All right. Group A. So group A, you, you have uh, Spain, Wales, uh, RSA, which I assume is the Republic of South Africa, uh, MYS, which I'm assuming is Malaysia, and uh, CZR, which is, uh, is that the Czech Republic? Czech. Wow. Five for five. Off to All a great right. start. So, so, yeah. So, you had Spain, South Africa, Malaysia, Wales, and Czech. All right, so let's let's actually uh, while, while we're going through these, uh, mm -hmm. uh, we might as well do it now. Uh, you got a you got a high and a low. Oh god, uh, I don't want to do this again. I got so All much right. crap for last year. Oh All man, right. how about, how was just a personal favorite, Dion? Just, <laughs> just a personal one. favorite one. I'm going. One. Who's your who are you rooting for in Group A? South Africa. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Ryan, you got a you got a heated competitor here. Uh, in Group A. Uh, assuming SPA is Spain, I'll go with them. Okay. Going with Spain. I'll go Wales. Uh, uh that's probably not uh the wrong choice. I'm going Malaysia. I think okay. that uh, though, uh, I think there's a lot of ability for any team to 
make it through into the cut. Uh, what about Group B? So in Group B, we have Germany, H-E-L, which is, I think, hell is for um, Greece. Then we have Colombia. So what did I say? Germany, Greece, Colombia, Brazil, and Austria. <laughs> Australia. Is it Australia? A-U-S? Okay. So that's mm -hmm. the first one. So there's an Austria somewhere in there in the next one set. I'll call Australia. Okay. So, and I'll just give my, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my money this time that Australia, if they're on this one, that Australia will not, will bounce back and actually do well this time. Ooh, you know what? You know I what? like how, uh, how I like how you're you're like I believe in you, and then throwing shade at the same time. Well, they were <laughs> terrible last year. They were awful last year. They they skewed their group so hard. Uh, it was very interesting. They were trying to get the first pick in the draft. That's what it is, right? I, I think they managed it. Uh, but you know what? You know what? I, I think I'm in on the same hat here. For Australia, uh, Germany lost Fun Walk to the Pirates. Pirates, spoiler alert. Um, and I think Germany more or less uh, fell apart last year too. So, all right, we're gonna make this official, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna. Oh. Uh, I've decided. Here we go. Okay. We're doing it. All okay. right. This was this was our from the finals last year. Okay. So what we'll do is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change this up. So we go. XTC. I love seeing that bottom three prediction England come true from last year. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so what, what do they call this? Uh, the first round? What's the name of the first round? Uh, this is the group round. Okay. Group stage. Group stage. Okay. And there's four, there's four <laughs> stages, right? There's five teams. Five group or five. Five teams? groups, five teams. There you go. Yeah. There are five groups. Okay. So then we need to pick a top for each group. Let's go ahead and do it like that. Okay. All right. So we'll get five five underneath. So we'll go group A first. So we'll group go. A, I had um, – who did I uh, – Wales. And then I had Australia for group two, group B. All right, Ryan. What was your top for Group A? Spain. Man, everyone jumped on the Australia comeback train. <laughs> Will be right? No, no, no. Um, I, uh, oh, no, no. I'm going Malaysia for Group A. Uh, that was it. Was it was an abbreviation M A L? M Y S. M Y S. M Y S. And I said, you know, I think that South Africa is a new team, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so I'm going what? RSA. If you like RSA, there you go. And so just write it out, otherwise people might not actually know what it means. True that. We'll go S Africa. Yeah. There you go. All right. So Ryan, you also on the on the Australian comeback train for Group B? Uh, I can't anymore. We can't all be right at the same time. So I'm going to go Germany. Germany. Germany will be fine. All right, Will? We'll win Australia, I think. I'm still going Australia. You're still yeah. going Australia? I got right, to give those boys some faith here. All right, and give me, give me the team names one more time. Sorry, I was, try, I was trying to quickly prep this. Um, Germany, Brazil, Colombia, 
Greece, and Australia. Um, I'm going Brazil. I'm going Brazil. Team Brazil. Yeah. Let's go. All right. All right, Group C. What now, are, this is XTC, not the World Cup, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. All right, Marcel, you're guessing. Oh, yeah, no, Group C, sorry. So, Group you C is, group uh, C? Uh, yeah, Group C starts off with the United States of America, Canada, um, Hungary, Serbia, and Switzerland. The battle for North America. Yeah, yeah. So I think. I um, it's, 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 so Switzerland a was a seeded team. So uh, Switzerland is one of the was one of the top ten teams last year. So okay. There's uh, USA, Switzerland, and Canada, which I think are probably the front runners. But Hungary did amazing last year. Like they were they they played spoiler really bad, really really well. And then uh, Serbia is just um, you know they they always got good players. So uh, just so I know, be an only one. one team makes it out of each group. Two. Right? Two. Okay. But you're we're guessing on. The winner. Yeah, our favorite one. That's fine. You basically get a you have a fifty. You you get you're trying to guess one of the two to make it out. No, you're right? trying to guess the who's on top at the end. Who's on who top? Was number one overall. Yeah. All right. So I mean, Ryan, are you not going? Are you going USA? Yeah, of course. All right, you. We're gonna yes, it out of hey. the water. We're gonna show Canada who owns the North America. Uh, that's right. Also, why couldn't we have this in the? I mean, I hope Canada makes it further so we can beat them again. Oh, got him! Yeah. Got him! Yeah. Got him! <laughs> we'll, we'll welcome our North American brothers into the cut and then demolish them. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, group D is uh, the Pirate, so that's a fun walking team. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I mean, they've got some good players, like Nicholas God is on there. I mean, they've oh, got... That's a, that's they, a, they've that's got a good player. Give me this whole Pirate concept. I, I, I need feel the, like this is just some people that wanted to make an all-star team or something. What, what Was this allowed? Well, what is this? According to them, uh, now this is according to them. Who's, who's, who's the them? That, them is the team itself. It's like, oh, we wanted to make a team that, that, that probably is not a favorite and blah 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 but then they took all the best players for the teams that didn't make a team and they're like oh come over here so uh, so flag? yeah it's like a skull thing or something yeah Man, they're, they're, um, they're going with the jolly roger fishy. this seems very fishy i want I'll, yeah, who, yeah. who are the participants of, the, of this team? Uh, so, we'll okay. say what oh the players i i can do it real fast you got uh fun mock as team captain uh tom felsend not familiar with uh this uh, Ma'am, uh, you have uh, Andrew, also known as Yellow Jacket Pim. He's good. Uh, you have Matt Coggins. He's good. Uh, Alzagal, um, better known as He's good. Ernesto He's really good. Ramanakas. Yeah. Uh, you have the Viking God himself, Nicholas God, uh, as your five players. So they they got some they got some talent. Uh, they in got there. they, there's some talent. There's some talent there. Yeah, okay. Rogue internet agents uh, coming <laughs> together. Yeah. So you have uh, the pirates, England, um, 
this is Austria, AUT, not AUS. France, and uh, is that the Philippines? That is the Philippines. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna so, th- I'm gonna throw all my bet for pirates right go now. Ahead. You're, go- you're going uh, straight pirates? pirates? Yeah, England, England, France. Uh, you, you can't you can't outpass those pirates. They live on the internet. They breathe that salty sea air all the time. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go left field here, and I'm gonna say Austria. Oh, you're gonna go for the the, the new kids on the block. Yeah, I'm, I say that they, they, last year they 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 were they were just like scoping the field and being like, okay, what do we got to do? So I'm gonna go Austria. Ryan, now I have an idea. Who's on Team England or no? Yeah, a bunch of English people. Yeah, but there's a Frozen. lot of them that we're aware of. By Lots of governors. <laughs> you can't just generalize for their whole nation. Come on. No, because apparently they get like three three XDC teams for all of United Kingdom. The United States only gets one. Oh well, you know. Regionalize uh, us we, a little bit. We, we, you know, we, we, I mean, we didn't want all in all USA, uh, top four. So we're going to stick to one team this year. Maybe, maybe in the future. Uh, we have, uh, Ollie flying rebels. You have Dom Flanagan flying empire. Uh, Dan Athy at, 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 Hey, uh, I don't know why I can't pronounce that. Uh, flying scum, uh, Liam Baker, in the first order and tim king in the uh grand republic so some pretty big names still uh made the team uh it won't be enough france (laughs) uh i i am also going team france i'm also going team france they've always performed pretty well uh seems seems like uh it seems a little safe but i think it's a good bet it's a good bet it's a good bet. Okay. All right. And let, what about Group E? Why did none of us go England? Uh, we no, don't believe. We have, bitter, we have a bit of rivalry. All right. <laughs> you come over here, we'll dunk your tea in the harbor. All right. That's how, <laughs> that's, that's how we play England. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're feeling a little feisty. The Fourth of July is around the corner. You know, gotta gotta you got, gotta have it. Gotta have it. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Group E, it's uh, North Ireland. Scotland, Italy, uh, Mexico, and uh, Daniel Leon and his Norwegian, uh, well, Nor- Norway and their traitorous Leon. Uh, so that's yeah, Norway, Mexico, Scotland, Ireland, and Italy. And I am going to put my money on Mexico. I'm going to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, arriba, andale, 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 ay! I can't scream like that, but I would have been good. All right, um, you know, I'm in, in, in pizza, I trust. I'm going Italy. I'm going, I'm going Italy. They like to be angry about yeah. everything, so I'm hoping they can take that passion and put it into the game. Let's go. I need some of this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who's up? Will? Ryan? Uh, I will take uh, All-Ireland. 
Uh, they oh have, still have a lot of good players looking great overall. So wasn't it Ireland that did the best? It was Ireland, Is it Ireland, all Ireland, Scotland, Ireland, Western, Ireland? right? Uh, oh, yes. Ireland made the made the top ten. Scotland did not. All right, Ireland. Look, Ireland made the top ten, and then we're like the second worst stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, but they made it in there, though. Yeah, they made it in. That's what matters. Really won, but when? When was the last time the winner? Just like Poland, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, but they, did they go back to back, or did they? Okay. Oh, I From think Poland went back to back. Yeah. At one point, yeah. or, or something like it ain't that. Happening they, now, Ireland is. <laughs> yeah, it's no more pizza. <laughs> All right, well there you go. We have our XTC group stage top, not top three predictions. That's a lie. Uh, top, top in stage. Top, your top in group. Top in group predictions so we'll go ahead and we will reference this document when we return uh later later this year um what's the schedule like, like how many how many weeks uh and all that when does the group stage end that's the point of what i'm looking for okay so uh, as i said the five rounds are played this week through the week of the 25th uh, all teams will have a buy in there at some point and then the finals uh, will be August, I forgot July exists, uh, will be August 27th and 28th. Um, they'll probably be streamed on um, multiple channels, but that is to be determined right now. Mm -hmm. uh, those logistical details. Yeah. Uh, though I do have uh, some more details for you, Dion. Do you have, so. I, li I like details, details are fun. So the there was a reduction in uh, the team size and specifically the, the amount of list that you're going to bring. Before it was seven, now just five. Mm -hmm. But that means, though, that there's two factions left on the table yep. for every team. Now, uh, to nobody's surprise, uh, there was 25 for 25 uh, for the Empire and Repub or, uh, the Rebellion. Mm -hmm. Every single faction took one of those two uh, factions. Mm -hmm. Not surprised there. Uh, after that, though, uh, 18 teams took a scum list. 17 took First Order. 14 for CIS. 14 for... Republic and just 12 resistance squads uh, were uh, entered in for the teams. Uh, what do you, what do you, can you really extrapolate from that, Dion? Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear Ryan's opinion on it. <laughs> so, out of the team information we have, or the, the factions, right? Yeah. So, I mean, some of the, as I said, some of them are pretty obvious, but I think what stands out is Scum's actually kind of high, and Scum hasn't exactly performed, like, super well in events. I mean, there's been a couple things that shot up here and there. Um, interested to see what people come up with. Granted, I think 
a lot of international players enjoy scum. Not to say U.S. or North American don't, but mm -hmm. I see a lot of scum play out a lot on the international player base. Yep. When I watch streams of, at times while I work, because, you know, time zone changes. I work. They're not at work. Mm -hmm. They play games online. Um, first order doesn't surprise me. I think... I think everything else kind of lays where it's at. I was just surprised that maybe Scum wasn't down a notch or two. Mm -hmm. Wasn't far from it, but I thought maybe Republic or Separatist might be in that top four and Scum would drop down to the bottom three. Very cool. Oh, man. The, uh, I thought it might have something to do with the new Rogue class uh, Starfighter, Cad Bane mm. flying around. Uh, the, here's a sad stat, though. There are three Scum CAD pilots. There are two uh, CAD Bane crew in the whole tournament. So that's using CAD Bane crew. Uh, it was yes, it was on a drop seat bay uh, mall uh, where you could launch a commando then boost. Uh, then the can, other can, one, Ryan. Can you remind us what Cad Bane crew does? That that's a that's an I old code. I, without <laughs> even having to look at, it, I think it's something along the lines of when you drop a device, in, you may perform a red boost action. Uh, that is exactly correct. Uh, so we also see it on an uh, Iman Azamin, mm. uh, the bomb dropping fire spray. Uh, so a fun little trick there uh, Drop for dropping bombs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know who's uh, launching it though. Uh, it's Kirk's, maybe. Technically, chaff clouds a device. Mmm. Oh, yeah. chaff clouds. Everything's everything. Why you be throwing out? <laughs> well, you could throw out a cloud one way and boost the other. Mm -hmm. True. True. For your fire spray fans, uh, you could certainly do that in scum. Uh, so, yeah, it's not uh, the Rogue uh, class Starfighter, whatever that thing's called. Uh, but uh, I think I have to agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scum's never How been out of favors. Are there? How many gauntlets are there? Uh, let me see. While you're looking that up, uh, one thing that I heard somewhere is that Team Malaysia, mm -hmm. uh, all five of their squads has... Hondo crew. <laughs> what? <laughs> so they have Hondo crew on all I'm five of their squads. <laughs> That's a... Okay. Well, that is, I mean, if you like, you can always coordinate. You can always jam, right? Like you, you got you got options. You got options. I always have options. Yeah. Please. All right. Now. Um, there was another question I had. It's on the tip of my tongue. So we talked about the group, how the group stage works. Uh, we got two teams out of the group stage, ends up making the finals. Um, mm -hmm. Since we have a, you know, obviously uh, two two of the players for Team USA. Um, let's go ahead. Uh, you know what? I remembered. Pairings. How do pairings work? Mm. Can you remind Pairing. us how? Because that that is that is the game inside the game, right? Yes, yes, it is. So 
a little bit simplified uh, this year with only five teams. Mm -hmm. So it's just less to pair, essentially. But it works the same way. Uh, what they have, what they call attackers and defenders. So I'm going to uh, each team uh, for the two rounds, that two pair. Um, maybe ignore that. Maybe that. Maybe we're saying rounds. It doesn't make sense. Anyways, I'm going to put down a list. So let's say my first order list. Dion, you're the team I'm facing. You're going to mm -hmm. put down a secret list as well. Let's say scum for you. Uh, we'll reveal our list, and then we get to uh, put two defenders to the one attacker. So you gave me your scum list. I'm going to pair rebels and empire against it. Uh, I gave you my first order list. You pair your CIS and Grand Republic against it. And then those uh, potential defenders go back to me. I choose one of the two uh, that you gave me, one of the two options. You do the same. And that has then created two matchups, my first order and then your scum and their opponents. Those are set aside. And then we have three teams left. So we do the exact same thing. I'll put down an attacker uh, secretly with you. And then we put down two secret uh, defenders. Well, the, the defenders are revealed when you're handed them to the opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, then uh, that will create the other three matchups. Uh, so as far as the differences, now like a regular tournament, a regular list, you're, you have to be conscious of all matchups. And uh, that is different in XTC or any team-based tournament. Uh, you, you can have specific uh, lists to counter other things or like this is our like anti-swarm list. This is our, this is something we want to pair into, you know, a Darth Vader defender list. Uh, so there is a little bit more play for that. Uh, like full transparency, I think we at Team USA, we just took five good lists and then uh, we're just going to make the parents the best we can. Uh, the only one that was a, uh, I was on the fence about was our first order list. I actually dropped my Kyber list, uh, which was, it's a little aggressive. Uh, and uh, stole Crispy's uh, uh, Kylo Silencer and two um, Chaff Clouds. Or not Silencer. He's, he's Whisper. Lying. Whisper. Yeah. Right. Yeah, actually, I uh, flew so I that. Did... I flew that list this week during league. Oh, it's nice. nasty. It's nasty. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's, you you can't make like straight attack runs at the bombers. Yeah. Uh, without with those chaff clouds out, it's terrifying. Uh, Kylo's just a menace of a turret. Uh, uh, Kylo silencer got back. That's for sure. And uh, but. Uh, other than um, that, as far as uh, the the different ways uh, to pair, there is there is that's where the what you said the uh, the extra level of uh, strategy comes in because you need to know what your kind of take all comers mm -hmm. list is for your first attacker, right? You can't throw down something that could 
someone could easily counter twice, right? You throw down right. Darth Raider Defender down, and they're like, well, here's my two counters for that. Uh, you kind of need something that doesn't have exactly an uh, a exact counter or something that can pull a counter away from somebody else, right? So All if right. you're like uh, the boogeyman right now, obviously Luke Wedge, very mm-hmm. successful, very terrifying, those proton torpedoes. So if you could engineer a way to, say, uh, pair that with a weaker list, some list that, say, it doesn't have a good matchup against any of the opponent's teams, you could pair it against their best team and kind of take it out of their running. Uh, so that creates uh, these, in team tournaments, uh, the, like a... Not exactly like a like a drop, but uh, we call it throwing you under the bus. I'm just right, like, right. You, you're not <laughs> expected to win this. We're sorry, but uh, well, well, and, and, and I <laughs> try your and, best. And here, here's a I guess a question that I just want to throw out to the three of you in a team format like this. Um, I mean, th- there's five games going on. Your goal is to win the the to win that round versus that team which means you win three out of the five games correct so I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that I understand that right so yeah. I guess my as a you know obviously I know that I I I am a, a close observer of what is going on in Team USA um so like I I think the all come I wonder I would like to know Ryan's thoughts since he's in in a similar place with me where it's like we're connected but not participating actively that strategy of bringing all comers versus like m- what I'm going to call medalists to get those 3 out of 5 wins so it and I mean a lot of it does depend on the specific pairing process. I think the last time I was part of a team event for pairing process uh, was Crate Cup 4 in person. I think I've done an online one that was like state related, but um, beyond that, I would say when building this and you, if you have, you don't, I think if, out of an odd number of lists, you don't want more meta counters than all comers. You won't. I would say you got to take kind of the safer route. I would want if I if I had to build five lists, I would want three. Not like actually like this doesn't do good specifically against anything. It's a jack of all trades, but like I think everything has something it's good against and it's not not good against. But it's how much it sways into that extreme of how much it's really teching against something or how much it really gets hurt by if it gets paired by something, right? And that's where it's the job of the coach and the captain to make sure that that doesn't happen in the negative end for you and you can try to make it happen on the positive end for you. Generally, it's pretty hard to engineer a really extreme either way as long as both captains have a general good grasp of how to uh, pair correctly you'll generally get something that's more along the lines, especially now, because I feel like there are less um, real, true counter, like you're going to lose 60% or more of the time. I think it's really tight right now in how the game is played because of scenarios too. Scenarios can change how things end up. So just looking at a list, like 
right at each other. You can't really say for sure on like a 60-40 even if Alyssa's going to beat another one if the scenario could swing it one way or the other. And actually, that brings me to a question. Yep, and got it. Are scenarios determined for XTC? The, the four rounds of the group stage are determined randomly. So we'll play all okay, four So you know scenarios. before you're trying to pair things what scenario you're playing. Yeah, there was a there was some talks early on about uh, that we the teams would play five different scenarios uh, throughout their five matchups. We would pair teams, or we'd, we'd pair lists, and then we'd assign uh, scenarios to each list. I think was the idea of it. That was just totally scrapped. It's just too much. Yeah, it sounds way too um, complicated of a pairing setup to like try and yeah. pair scenarios and lists. Just make an entire round that scenario and call it. Right. I think it's probably yep. the best way to do it. So yep, that's and that's what they ended on. It's easier to main to for a coach and captain to maintain. Like, all right, now I know the scenario, and now I can try and find my matchups that are. So you might find. I, I'm pretty sure in all list matchups, if the scenario is known. Um, across the board, with all the lists is the same. That there, you pr there probably is going to be like one swingy for each, uh, like team versus team. But because it's only one, both teams are going to try to avoid it in the first place. So it's likely not going to happen in the pairing process. Like I said, if the captains study to know what to avoid or what to try and pair. So being that as it is, um, Scenario known, you may get some 60-40s, but I think most games right now I land a lot in the 55-45s right now. Like, one, one looks like a, yeah, that one's probably going to win. And you've got to play the scenario, though, too. Like, that can change and flip how things end up because of objective scoring. I mean, sure, we feel like Chaff Cloud is a good counter to Rebel Alphas right now. That doesn't mean you're going to win the game. Nope. It's just a tool you have to help solve a problem that you see in front of you as, I don't want to be torped to death before my ships ever shoot. Well, bring chaff clouds, they'll help, but you still need to execute. Right. Um, the rebels don't have to stay in formation. Even if they do take swarm tactics, they'll be like, well, you know what? That swarm tactics probably isn't worth me staying in one giant group and being chaffed everyone. So let's split up and attack from multiple vectors right. and make them pick the thing they want to chaff. A, a great extrapolation of that is the, the game in, like, a chance engagement versus assault at the satellite array. Like, those those are those two situations where uh, a Rebel Alpha, for instance, can play very differently, and you, if you're, quote-unquote, defending against that with chaff clouds or whatever your list is, your approach may need to be different depending on what it is. So like I remember watching a game recently where I saw a like a full standard rebel alpha. We're talking our, our Dutch, Fen, Wedge, Luke, right? Mm -hmm. Lined up across the board, because they went with the rules of and scramble, you could put them right next to each other for now. Right? I actually think uh, we got a clarification in the rules. It has been clarified. We did, yes. You can do that. Mm -hmm. Intended. But anyway, Four resistance Y-Wings lined up across from it with Poe on a flank. 
And you would think like, well, the, the rebel's just gonna kill a Y-wing one turn, kill the next turn. Mm -hmm. Problem: someone didn't rule eleven correctly. They were just outside of range three, and the resistance Y-wings have boost and side arcs and turrets, and they just ran right in there. <laughs> Y-wing goes zoom into one. They got all the rebel ships got stuck in ion and bombs, and like Luke and Wedge were dead by like the second engagement turn. They just mm -hmm. got destroyed with bombs. So. Like, yeah, on paper, you're like, well, they'll just kill two Y-Wings and win the game. Easy. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to I, actually execute, and the person I, across the table gets a choice. You know, do you have a Rule 11 video? Have you made one of those for Jesus? We, we, had, we had one. I took it down because it referred to a bunch of first edition stuff. We need a updated Rule of 11. Updated yeah. I think a lot of people may not know what that even is. True. And on top of that, actually very helpful for scenarios and knowing how far you can go, especially in this Rebel Alpha meta right now where controlling range range bands and distances can be the key to winning or losing those games. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's, a, here's a question for our Team USA players. There are four scenarios. Which one would you say for you personally is your weakest which one which one would you say with your list you go a little bit like i don't feel as confident in that one versus the others i i do still do not feel comfortable with uh any list and salvage mission uh, the like take your action away you had to protect against crates mm. and now you can't be fast oh, man I feel like just man, every time I play it, I'm just like strangle held. By yeah, you're, you're winging it. You're winging it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like man. Uh, like yeah, I have like uh, it's it's just for the way I've been trying to fly lately, which is getting getting away from mm -hmm. uh, slow turrets or 180 ships, which are basically turrets. And get trying to force myself to fly more like front arc speedy ships. Um, it has been disastrous. Uh, Colby, Colby, just a big frown on his face the whole time he's towing <laughs> something around. Job to pick it up. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like but sometimes somebody else got to pick it up. You're like, I think sometimes, I need this to win. Sometimes we got more than one ship. Like, uh, I feel like salvage. Generally, you can find that one ship in your list that could be like, all right, you could pick up one. Help me make sure I'm not too far behind in points in the early game. Mm -hmm. But I'm really just here to like kill, win the attrition, and then pick up crates later when I know I'm not threatened to close out the game. Yeah, yeah. it's been less of like. Uh, can I, uh, can I go without maneuvering and more? How how soon am I going to eat a crit? Uh, <laughs> like you, because with all the crit shenanigans, malice, uh, proton torpedoes flying around right yep. now, just slapping marksmanship on ships who have extra loadout. Uh, you might not be holding that crate for very long. Uh, that's I mean I've been using that strategy against other people. Just set up all your ships. Just waiting for them to pick up a crate <laughs> uh throw a proton torpedo into them uh so it works out great sometimes but uh yeah so the 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 salvage mission still still giving me troubles what about you marcel um, i haven't played enough with my list uh but 
It's just in my head, I would say the the uh, chance encounter would probably be the the one because again, I'm flying Django plus plus um, plus five, and the action ones, you know, whether it, you know the one whether you you, you you know you carry and take or the ones that you action to flip. I, you know, I have enough ships to be able to do that. Plus, I have a coordinator with Django and Palpatine, so I have enough ships to 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 deal with that. And more than anything, defensively, I want the opponent to be like, you know, because I had Trade Federation drones at the end of the day, so so they pop. So I, I, I so I, you know, anything that takes a target lock away from somebody, you know, it's like, okay, we're gonna be in here now. Are you gonna take that? that point or are you going to take your action to try to shoot and kill me uh so those and then the one for the one that you hover around uh i think these struts on, on the on the five cis ships tends to you know uh and one of them i think it was the one i played against you william i forgot but i played against you or somebody else i basically just parked a a trade federation drone exactly a, a rock exactly in between two and he just stayed there collecting two points every turn uh while the rest of the fight was happening somewhere else um so that one is is is, is well so that's probably why i think the the chance engagement because it's um with so much office strike and so much firepower out there uh the the drones can pop pretty quickly so I want people to be be uh, focused uh, places like, yeah, I need to go do that. I need to go do that. I need to go do that. Versus, oh, I need to kill that drone that's going to die in two shots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out for those cluster missiles, Marcel. That's that. That's the scary stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. That Darth yeah, Vader being like gotten, dead. I haven't dead. gotten <laughs> caught by one of them because, I, t I t you know, they're all independent calculations, so they tend to be spread out a little okay. bit. Okay. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> three I dice still kills him anyway. Suffered the cluster missile barrage by Vader with droids, and it is very sad because he malices both of them, which means they are crits, and usually those are dead droids. F's in the chat for all the vultures going <laughs> being slain by Vader. All right, so. We are going to keep you guys updated on the XTC um, as it becomes available and works with our schedule. We'll, uh, we'll cover games. We'll definitely, you know, be checking in with Team USA each week, see how things uh, have gone. Uh, you guys haven't played any games for round one yet, correct? Those are all no. scheduled for like, I think I saw like Saturday and Friday, most of them. Yep. Most, yeah, most of and the time. Because we are playing Europeans, we they either had to stay up very late or uh, we had to play them in, like, the morning. Mm -hmm. And what what team are you guys playing against this week? Uh, we have... Now you're... Switzerland. Oh, yeah, Switzerland. We so play it's, it's basically, it's the two-seeded right. teams playing each other. So mm -hmm. the two teams that made the final last year are uh, up first this time. All right. That's how they. That's how they did the groups. They they split up all of the, uh, as you call them, seated teams, and then sprinkled in the the unseated ones. Mm -hmm. So there's just like not a group that's like Germany, Italy, England, 
United States and Canada, something like that, right? Right. Fuck, you're throwing Canada in there like Canada did something. Come on. No. I'm going I'm to shrug. I shrugged and said Canada, but yeah. Uh, Spicy. Love, love you guys. Love, love all my American teams, but uh, yeah, you hope, hope to see you there. We'll say that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, now, before we jump into the uh, last couple of things, before we get to Obi-Wan Kenobi, we got a couple of lists of the week. Uh, a couple of things I forgot to add into um, uh, announcements at, at the beginning. So next Monday, I personally will not be available for the podcast because I will be visiting family uh, where I will not have access to – technology uh for the podcast so uh not sure if we'll have a a, a cast maybe will marcel and ryan if you guys want to drive the boat uh next week maybe we can figure that out so not sure if we'll have a cast next week but watch out for that happy fourth of july for for those of you who are celebrating um uh there was something else there was something else i'm not sure not sure maybe maybe they'll have a special guest all right, but anyway, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. We have two lists of the week submissions. The first one comes from um, Discord name I Eat Children. All right, so uh, very nice, uh, very very nice, very aggressive name. Let's go ahead and uh, and get this to fit our screen so that we can take a look. So. Our list before any modifications. It is a three-ship resistance list. We have Ray Poe. This is the um, trigger-happy flyboy Poe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And then Jessica Pava in the T-70. So we have Ray with Foresight, Han Solo, uh, crew, rig cargo shoot, raised Millennium Falcon, marksmanship, novice technician, and Finn Gunner. Poe has elusive ferrosphere paint, munitions failsafe, integrated ass foils, underslung blaster cannon, L4E-R5. That is a droid that gives you the rotate to calculate um, action. Uh, the Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Spare Parts Canister, and the Black One title. Jessica Pava has Targeting Synchronizer, R3 Astromech to double up those target locks, Spare Parts Canister, Underslung Blaster as well, and S-Foils. Now, this didn't have any type of precursor text, anything, but when I looked at it, I was like, this is an interesting set of upgrades. It's not something I've seen like, especially seeing Poe and Jess with the underslung blasters out there. And I was wondering, um, you know, what – could we dissect what is trying to be done in this list? Because it's not, it's not traditional. I'll put that out there. It doesn't feel traditional uh, like what these chips usually like to do. Um, open it up the floor. What do you guys think? Uh, well, the, the first thing, before I get into – uh, like any of Ray's or Poe's upgrades. Uh, the thought process of trying to get the underslung blasters to work uh, makes me want to change the pilot uh, from Jess, who was very good 
but she uh, needs to take that target lock action to be doing her combination of the synchronizer, which lets Poe do it without the lock, because uh, obviously she she could do it herself right. uh, with her own lock. Uh, so I actually want to look at Lieutenant Bastion, uh, who gets free target locks. Uh, could be a way to uh, build up these locks and then use them to uh, use them for the underslung underslung blaster mm. cannon. Uh, now it does get like two points of extra loadout, which I guess you have to take electronic baffle instead of uh, the the other thing, uh, the uh, spare parts canisters. Um, I'm not really sure if there's another option. I mean, other than reaching for like an I-5 to take target locks better. Uh, something like a 9 or even a Tem and Wexley with the free boost. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think uh, that uh, just just not the red X-Wing uh, for the, for the job. job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of, one of the other questions I had with Jess Pava is um, this – I'm not sure how this list would do in something like Assault at the Satellite Array, where you're going to have to probably spread out at least a little bit more. I would be a little a little worried for Jess. Jess's value at five points is also her, uh, her ability, right? She likes to be in formation. Uh, she likes to have those friends around, but, you know... There, I'm not sure how often that ability is gonna go off. Um, sure. Now, I mean, I could see something like if you just brought her in as like an M9G8 uh, carrier and it's just like flew her next to Ray as kind of a support piece that way. I yeah. could see it. Um, but trying to fly next to Poe. Uh, now, this isn't uh, this isn't overdrive Poe. It is not. No. So I guess they might be able to uh, stay closer, but is uh, is uh, is overdrive something you guys have to put on your posts? Is it like a must must have? I'd highly recommend it. I mean, it 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 black one's free, right? I feel like that's right. an early turn positional tool. Mm -hmm. Overdrive lets you nope out or opt in really hard <laughs> i like that i like that and like more than almost any other ship right now because you could just be like all right i don't like where this is i'm just gonna focus and like two barrel roll decloak that way mm -hmm. or i'd be like i want some of this it's just focus to bank boost <laughs> yep he can go so conservative and still go really hard in with his actions at i6 or he can go really aggressive as long as he doesn't get blocked and leave. So now I, I know that we didn't have any any context any context with this list. Would you do you think this is this is this an underslung blaster cannon list or is this a ray? Two X-wing list, like Marcel. What what was the feel that you're getting here? Um, I, I'm not a fan of the underslung at all. Uh, you need to have probably 
four of them out there in order for it to to be meaningful and you need to have ways of accumulating free target locks mm -hmm. to to do it so just just because of that i don't see this i, I see the underslung as um just, just kind of wasted uh a, a two dice shot every every now and again it's it's not going to be be that useful especially in situations where it's coming in a higher initiative ship like like Poe Dameron. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, I would I would completely. I, I'm not a fan of Underslung at all, and not, not in this list. I, I I was playing around with rebuilding it, and it, the list completely morphed into mm. a heavy hitting Ray, a heavy hitting Poe with overdrive and proton torpedoes and either ZZ with Proton Rockets Advanced Optics or a loaded Zori Bliss also throwing um, four dice out there. So just make it a very serious Alpha Strike list with, um, you can get basically at, at shooting two torpedoes at initiative six and then Ray cleaning up mm -hmm. at initiative five. Um, All right, well, so let's, I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah, so Let's... I don't see this as a, as an underslide. I see this as a as a a heavy hitting list with Ray and Poe because Poe's got the advanced proton torpedo, and the underslung and Jess are just out of place. All right, so let's 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 rebuild. Let's build from the ground up together. Uh, but my challenge, what I want to do is, I want to try to keep at least the pilots. Because let let's say this player does not own any RZ two A wings. All right. All we have is a Falcon and two X-wing, two T-70s of our choice. I'm assuming we're keeping Ray. I'm assuming we're keeping Poe. Uh, upgrades are blank. I'll go ahead and and uh, and, and clear these I, out. I vote Tem and Wexley. Tem and the one. The Tem and Wexley. Tell me. Tell me anyone, why. Does anyone say I? All right. So I will speak my pieces to why. Um, free boost. Good. So afterburners go up to ten points. He has built-in afterburners, but even better because he can do it at speed two or higher, uh, but can't do it while stressed. So this is a little bit of the option there. You could equip prime thrusters on him if you want. Not super necessary, um, but he has a nice loadout that you can utilize. Uh, you can do heavy laser cannon, R6, D8, and ferrosphere paint. Um, that's kind of what I like on him, but I think just... A lot of the focus is generally going to be on Ray and Poe, probably mm -hmm. Ray for opponents to burn down. That should give Temin Wexley some pretty solid free reign. Get in there and do some pretty good damage. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and uh, and so so we're thinking. I'm I'm fine with Temin. Temin in objectives feels good he he's not quite as like you said opt-in or nope out as poe but he's he's got at least a little bit of that flavor with it right um i like it i like it so what, what was that build out you had on temen like one more time i did hlc r6d8 the super predator droid and you can go Ferrosphere, you can go crack shot. Whatever you want to do with the last. Let's points. go let's let's go paint. Let's go paint. Yeah. 
All right. Will, build me a Poe. Okay. Uh, so, uh, two, two must-haves for, for Poe, uh, assuming you're not doing any underslunging. No. Uh, you got to have in that proto. Uh, as you, you were about to call it a proton <laughs> torpedo <laughs> slot. They got I that s- proton <laughs> torpedo <laughs> slot. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, that's <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like the long range proton torpedoes. You want to hang back a little bit. I uh, don't always need to be diving in. Um, you, it sounded pretty unanimous uh, for the, the overdrive thrusters. Uh, so they're in as well. Uh, I think R4 to get those hard two blues to clear stress must have, uh, probably heroic over elusive as my, uh, talent. And then let me check and see if there's really any four point thing I would like to strap to this guy. And I think I would rather have the fair sphere paint and uh, the munitions fail safe, I guess. Uh, just in case. And a, and a jamming beam just to load up all my slots here. Uh, might be the way, I obviously very traditional here, nothing too fancy about uh, this black one, Poe, but uh, does all the things you need it to do, which is I'll be able to. Uh, hit hard and then also fly fast. Cool. And Marcel, what about that ray? Let's fill up that ray. All right. So we're going to start with the uh, title, Millennium Falcon title. Get a, uh, you got to go with Finn, Finn Gunner. So Finn Gunner and Rose Tico, those are requirements. They're pretty much staples, right? For, yeah. for Ray. And then with the remaining seven points, I would go with false transponder codes. Um, kind of either save somebody from torpedoes or save yourself from torpedoes or something like that. Or a lower initiative ship, just prime it for death. And then with the last one, I, I, I mean, you've got a lot of options here, but I personally would probably go with uh, Chewbacca. Uh, really? No heroic, yeah. huh? No heroic, and I would probably go with what? Chewbacca. Three other Chewbacca with only two other ships. Well, um, that only allows you to do, use it once, twice, right? So Chewbacca, no, Chewbacca crew. Two charges. After a You're friendly right, ship yeah. at range zero to three is dealt one damage card, recover one force. Uh, what uh, one force? Excuse me, one charge. While you perform an attack, you may spend two charges to change one focus to a crit result. So are you are you yeah, leaning no, into yeah, salvage? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so I would, pr- yeah, so probably go heroic, like, and then I, I think uh, novice technician, which I believe lets you in case you get critted. Flip it back up, right? Salute. Nobody heard it. It was a secret. Novice. Um, <laughs> did you did you unmute yourself? I did. Okay. Okay. Uh, so novice is the one that lets you try to get rid of a crit, right? Yeah. End phase. You can flip it down. Roll a dice on a hit. You have to randomly flip one back up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably go with that because um, ray critted is not fun. 
All right. Well, there you go. So we we built out a different Ray Poe and an X-Wing. We chose Temin. And, uh, now, you can also go Nian. Just, uh, I think Temin right. is also a good call, but you can't go wrong with Nian and Pattern Analyzer. I think I think it's a different play style though, right? Like it, it, it feels it feels very very different. Cuz I would tell you like you you make a couple wrong calls with those turnaround maneuvers where you're not actually getting that ability off and then you're sad. You yeah, just you just said Nian, Nian is pretty decent with pattern analyzer and lone wolf in a three ship list. All right, so something else to consider there, Mr. I eat children, or, or friend, or friend uh, I eat children. So we'll go ahead and we'll send that off to you after the show, so that uh, we can uh, we can do that. And we got one more before we hit our Obi Wan discussion. This one comes from Zach to the future. It is a first order list. Uh, we got. Five ships. We got Major Von Reg with Daredevil, uh, Deuterium, Power Cells, and Shield Upgrade. Hollow in that TIE BA with Proud Tradition, Power Cells, and Electronic Baffle. Then we have three TIE FO fighters. We have Commander Malris with Fanatical and Cluster Missiles. Uh, Static with just Predator. And Scorch with Fanatical, Predator, and Advanced Optics for 20 points. Um thoughts on this going hollow is a name i have not heard in a long time or seen out there thoughts uh so let me i, I love hollow uh play him play him all the time uh but the so hollow's ability at the start of combat you can throw a token of yours to a friendly ship arranged zero to two uh, now, this list has the backbone of Deuterium Power Cells, uh, two charges. You can either take a weapons disabled and get a shield, very similar to an R2 Astromech, RIP. Uh, or you can use it to trade in tokens, non-lock tokens, for stress tokens. Uh, so Hollow, uh, with this, can actually throw away that... Uh, uh, weapons disabled token mm -hmm. uh, or even uh, like Major Von Reg can burn both charges uh, to get a weapons disabled in the shield then a uh, trade in that weapons disabled for stress uh, to then just like clear with a blue maneuver uh, so that's very interesting sad to see no pattern analyzer though I really like proud and pattern together on the interceptor uh, but they're leaning into extra health here, mm -hmm. uh, which the after running uh, hull upgrade for so long on so many four <laughs> health ships, man, it uh, does make you really notice the difference between a four and five health three agility ship. So try to emulate something uh, for that. Uh, I mean, they don't, then I mean, take uh, the three best. Uh, FO fighters, in my opinion, because they can roll extra attack dice. Uh, Malaris static with the ion and scorch. I uh, really oh, can't actually, I missed there. the ion cannon when I was reading it off. Sorry about that. Mm, static as predator yeah. and ion cannon. Yeah, so they all they all have a way to easily get three attack dice, uh, which is uh, the dream you're chasing. I think at three points. Uh, I don't like Major Von Reg. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> he's good, but I don't, I don't, uh, that's not my style. I don't right. think the, uh, the bear roll out hard turn back in. Not my style. Uh, so really I, they, my eyes are just drawn to those power cells. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the Turian power cells doesn't, they don't cost you an action, right? It's just something that you do. It's the, what's what's the trigger do. for that one? Just, it's system phase. It's right in a system phase. All right. So you spend a charge, gain one disarm token to recover one shield. Then that next sentence: Before you would gain one non-lock token. If you are not stressed, you may spend one charge to gain one stress token instead. Yep. So you can do uh, funny things like Hollow actually can uh, swap out a when he takes a lock with a ship ability. Mm-hmm. Normally, you take a strain or a deplete. Dupirium uh, power cells actually lets you take a stress for that target lock instead of the strain, and then can still focus with proud tradition. That's like Power the can pass the stress off. Oof. There you go. Yeah, that's like the this is like the the combo that's in the box, mm. right? All right. Even with that turn power cell in mind, though, I, it's hard to not, like you said, go for pattern analyzer on hollow. Just when you do a red move, be a defender. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Um, or focus lock when you have the opportunity. Um, I think I'd also uh, take predator off static and go proud tradition. Uh, it's pretty nice for that mm, shot, yes. and I can it to be modded even when you do red moves, such as sloops and k turns. Um, I think the out the loadout on scorch is great. Makes sense. Very modded. Very aggressive. Um, I was kind of messing around with what you could do with Von Reg. Um, this is just a very healthy Von Reg, but it doesn't do anything like, extra. I kind of, I, I would probably let's see. Is, Called out, saying, nice Von Reg, you're not special. You, ju- you, you a basic ship. This Von Reg is just a little <laughs> thicker. You don't. We either go like super thick, which you can't. Or you do something a little extra, mm. um, which I think when you're I six, plenty of alpha in the meta, you got some pretty good repositioning. Um, Mag pulse missiles. Okay, so that gives you a little bit of uh, you have some critical damage out there for salvage. You got the jam deplete. Uh, yep. All um, right. Honestly, I, I don't know if I go trick shot or if I just take like munitions fail safe and crack shot. That's like the mm-hmm. last four points. Also, uh, that's all stuff for fun, right? Um, you can probably play around with it a little more, but you need uh, this. I think you need a reason to take Von Reg other than here's a slightly healthier I6 ship because so many I6 ships right now are doing more than that. Um, but what what else could you get for six points in FO? What what else? I mean, Whisper Kylo. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can get Quick Draw uh, for six points. It's a good call. Yeah, Quick Draw is also six points, and apparently it's 25. Like everything, but it's yeah. still on SF and will probably die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will kill a lot. Maybe Depends. it'll take it'll take oh, so many actions until it dies. Yeah. Um. What do we, so I'm still kind of questioning why people are putting cluster missiles on Malrus 
instead of just taking it's the it's the potential for two attacks We're modified ship counts go down though you're preaching to the choir over here. I like the but, long but, range. But attacks. I, what if I joust? If see, it, it feels good to no. joust with nah, my I like the range. I like I'm the I five sure range you three. Better but. with concussion missiles than cluster missiles, though, because at range three, your shot's gonna matter, and then you get to range one, your shot's gonna matter. But I get to shoot twice, Ryan. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that sometimes is probably lower than 40%. I, I still like the cluster, personally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, because it, it forces you to to fly with that in mind. It forces you to split up purposely. And I'm actually it, not going to split up about that. I like I, I care so little about that. <laughs> well, you, you shouldn't. Uh, I'll kill other things if, first. Yeah, if you're flying... Um, yeah, if you're flying, you know, it's a three-point ship. And if you're saying, okay, I'm going to let your initiative five, uh, both of your shots are going to be modded, three, three, three dice, three dice. I'm going to let you do that this turn. And, oh, by the way, you can do it again next turn as well because you can, you know, two charges on it. I'm okay. Like that, that if, you, if you give me those shots, I'm going to take those shots. The, I mean, I'm um, not going to make it easy for you, but I'm not going to go out of my way to just, like, so if... If I'm a TIE Swarm, as an example, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to split up just because I see a Malrus with cluster missiles. Exactly. You're not going to split up because you see it, but in that situation, the cluster missiles are going to do more work than the concussion missiles. So the cluster missile in that situation is still the better call. And in a TIE Swarm matchup, which yeah, is in a, a small swarm. percentage of the meta. Right? Well, I think, we could, I think we could say, like, all... Five to eight ship squads, right? Now, as as this list does have low amount of health, high agility, something like a lot of guns could be a weakness. So it might be less the optimal and trying to cover what uh, your potentially bad matchup is. Here's a question about this list. The... Enchant's engagement, I understand how this ship, how this list wants to fly, right? You probably have the three TIE fighters hanging out near Hollow. It's kind of more of a traditional 2.0 type of style, right? You want the, the, the TIE fighters around so that Hollow can do his, his, her, her thing, to be able to swap, have somebody around. Uh, and Von Reg is able to kind of solo and do its own thing. Um, I... I I worry uh, is is this list too if it's going to fly that way is it too tan what's the word I'm looking for is it too is it stuck is it too uh nailed down in a in a formation esque what are your thoughts no. you you don't have to formation this at all you can no. lose you could start yeah. in a tight ish area but I mean, like, Will's flown in, like, I've flown Hollow in the past with some FOs. You just mm -hmm. kind of, like, lightly spread them around Hollow. Hollow will find someone to pass it to, but, like, they can take different vectors pretty easily. Right. You have someone who can cut down the diagonal, someone who could uh, go underneath and cut back up straight, and someone who follows up and cuts across and end mm -hmm. up still in the same zone. Then Hollow can, you know, help or help, help them defensively or help their help or help ho hollow be double modded without taking uh, negatives there you go 
Yeah, as there far was, as there, there was the PSA. I, there was the PSA, okay? True. <laughs> uh, actually, thinking about list archetypes, this actually reminds me of a an oldie but a goodie, which was uh, X1 Vader, uh, Soon Tier, and three academies uh, that mm. we saw for a long, long time in uh, second edition. Uh, but man, what what for dropping? to first order aces. Wow, your academies really get some serious upgrades. But I, that's how I mentioned it. Yeah, you, like you have three frontline troops and then two aces. Hollow right. is more of like Vader where it's a brawler than an, an arc dodger, but still the same. So, I mean, Marcel, I, I will allow you to poke at it first here uh what what do you want me to do weren't we poking at it already? i guess we start we started poking at it slightly we tweaked uh i'm, I'm done poking I'm done. <laughs> do you want to uh, do anything about the power cells yeah they don't need to be there all right what are we replacing it with uh and which one i mean i'm gonna go ahead and, it and don't delete, matter it delete them both <laughs> uh fun times uh go with uh, what did I put on it? On Von Reg, so on Von Reg, I'd go advanced optics and mag pulse work. Mag pulse, but you have to drop down to uh, marksmanship in order to get the mag pulse in. And I think the mag pulse at initiative six is kind of a requirement to keep your other ships alive. If 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 you move first and wedge is shooting you, uh -huh. um, yeah, you need to jam that thing. So you want to be able to you know strip some more than the damage output you want to be able to strip some some target locks to keep your other ships alive uh and events optics uh, it helps you do that i mean it helps you guarantee you can also go pattern analyzer i know william likes pattern analyzer i like pattern analyzer on hollow a lot not so much on on von reg but either way you can go optics or pattern up to you but definitely mag pulse and she i think shield is good in this case, you don't need shield and yttrium. It's just, just overkill. Don't let your ships get shot. Yeah, don't, that, don't that would be shot. my uh, suggestion. If you want to do a power cells like effect, you might as well just buy the shield outright on hollow. All right, and then and then Will, how how are we gonna tweak hollow? I heard. I think we all said pattern analyzer on hollow. Oof. I mean, like like I said, if you're if you're looking for a little bit more uh, resilience, uh, you could drop the pattern analyzer uh, for a shield upgrade. I think that leaves you with not uh, not a lot of points, though. I think you have to just take the baffle as your last upgrade. Yeah, because because uh, like powers. Well, what else are you doing with two points? There's literally nothing uh, else you can get. No, but I mean, yeah, I don't think you need shield upgrade on Hollow because Hollow, you know. I think I think as it's a straight up replacement for power cells, though. Hmm. Uh, it'll keep you alive. So, so what would uh, we say is first. the best Hollow? Let Let's if we just dropped it, no shield. <sighs> what What Hollow oh. would we do? Would we go pattern analyzer? Is is that like the the state? That's a staple choice, right? I mean, pattern analyzer, pa uh, conk or mag pulse. Uh, and proud, proud pattern, missile of choice. All right. I mean, mag pulse ain't bad. 
It's never bad. I think we, uh, it's taken a long time for everyone to come around to the, the jam and deplete uh, on the Magpul. It's actually very valuable. And then you get munitions fail safe, just in case your Magpul sucked <laughs> for one point. Well, there you go. We were able to tweak this just a little bit. I know that we were, uh, I guess the, the only other point of contention I think I remember was whether or not we were going to keep cluster or concussion. Um, I did fly concussions this week, trying out Krispies. Uh, I haven't tried the concussion yet, so we'll go ahead. We'll leave it for now. Um... And with more testing, we can open up debate later on that. Flavor, how about flavor to, flavor to taste on flavor that one? <laughs> on, on how you want to fly. So we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll copy this one down to the notes and we'll, we'll hand it over to, uh, to Zach after the show. Now, here is your warning. If you do not want to get Obi-Wan spoilers, this is the chance now uh, to run away, turn it off, all right, because we are going to go ahead and jump into it. This last uh, last Wednesday was the finale, the final uh, episode of season one, question mark? Maybe, where, is there another one? Who knows? Um, so this is your chance. Final warning, three, two, one, and we are in full spoiler zone. So... I want to start with, uh, like, I guess your overall impressions of the series. Did you enjoy the ride? Yay or nay? Start, start, yeah, yes or no. Marcel, handing it over to you first. I did. I actually liked uh, every episode. I mean, there was some silly stuff in there, but, I, you know, even the silly stuff, I, you know, I, I accepted it as a TV show and uh, as a fun one. So I, 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 don't have a lot of criticisms on this one. I know, I don't know if I was vocal about it on on, on the podcast, but I, I mean, I definitely hated the Boba show. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> um, but, you know, outside of the Mando episode, that, that it's, outside of the Mando episode, the rest of the Boba show was dumb. Uh, this one, I enjoyed every episode. Um, again, there was a couple, like, why was, I, I think we talked about it a little bit. I'm like, why, why is Obi-Wan, like, such a wimp? And you're like, what do you want him to be, like, super tough? He's been out for 10 years. I'm like, yeah, I want him to be super tough. And He's going to uh, get, and he got, he got there. Yeah, he got right? there. He, 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 was right? like a, he was like a ah! video game. He was like, like ah. <laughs> I was like, what the so uh yeah i was geeking out about it and i was like that totally makes no sense because that like uh you know that that's like Th this that. is this is like right like this moment right here i i literally yeah. yelped in my seat when uh when he when he did uh when he did the pose yeah well the funny thing is like this pose like at like Ewan McGregor did – it happened in episode three, but it wasn't as refined. Like it wasn't as clear. And in the Clone Wars show, I feel like that is what really made the stance like a little bit more – I'm going to call it more angular, right? And he's, he's kind of copying what more what the, happened in the Clone Wars show, which I like. It looks good. It looked good. I was like, oh, yes. I was, anyway, I was so ex excited. Yeah. Two thumbs up on this one. Enjoyed enjoyed every episode. Uh, I think there's a season two coming. I know there was news. I, I don't know what the news were, but um, good good times. Enjoyed it. Ryan, uh, I also enjoyed it overall. Um, 
and I, I no, I won't get into it yet as to why I would be excited for a season two. And I was, and, and saying that now would surprise past me. Not that I would be like disappointed and not want a season two. I'd be like, I thought this would be the like the self-contained limited series one obi-wan it'd be really good and we call it good and i'd be happy right i'm surprised to know that i'm actually looking for more mm-hmm. because of what happened at the very end we'll get to later right yeah well uh i really liked it overall uh got to see a lot of the different sides of obi-wan right through like uh like well sad he was basically going going through i don't know if they showed all of them but he went through all the stages of grief right Right. like depression and then bargaining um things like that uh i don't know if he hit every single one but uh, i really like that range of him uh going through uh the, the his history having to relive it uh, the obviously the the lightsaber fights, uh, Tapanach, and man, everything. Uh, it could almost could have almost been called the Vader show, because uh, <laughs> a lot more Vader than I was expecting. I thought oh, like, yeah. it came in or two, like maybe a flashback, uh, which the flashback was great as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the you see it there at the the Hayden Christensen training. Um, what is sparring? The, I the guess forty-year-old Padawan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't DH him as, as enough, but uh, you know it, it's fine. Um, we we only, got it. We understood. We understood what was going on. My my only complaint about the whole show uh, was that the uh, the only uh, spaceship combat we got was uh, for some reason the. The uh, transport that can fly like a butterfly out there, by the way, it was so, just it felt so light. Uh, but then Obi-Wan got into his little transport as well, and it was also flying around like a little bee. Uh, but not uh, not any spaceship combat. I wanted a, a good uh, dogfight in the movie, but... That, that's the X-Wing player in us, right? Yeah, but Obi <sighs> hates yeah. flying. So, yeah, Obi hates flying. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's so about? good at it, though. He, was, yeah. he knows what... He, he was even in that little transport. He was Jedi Master, but, and we saw how, like, it built up to even him doing that. Um, by the way, if you don't know the story about why he hates flying, it's in this book right here. Master and Apprentice actually explains the story on why he hates flying. Uh, short story, I guess if you don't want the spoiler of it, if you're planning on reading it, 30 seconds. Uh, he has to fly a ship inside of a ship, like inside of a carrier ship uh, in the Clone Wars. Essentially, he's in a, in a starfighter and he's having to fly it frantically through like inside of a carrier ship essentially is was what happens and after that he's like i'm done i this this wasn't fun it's not fun anymore it went from like flying's all right it's cool to nah i'm done no more never again <laughs> all right 
Um, for me, overall, I mean, as you guys know, I get, I get, I get called out on it all the time. I'm very easy to please. Give me a fun ride, and I'm not gonna complain. And it was a fun ride. It was a fun ride. Um, I think my, my I, I am, I'm a sucker for for character development and i love what they did with with kenobi uh it was what was it what i expected like him being all sad in the beginning like uh, like if if they had started with him being like everything is fine this is my life and i'm happy like i probably would have been a little confused but it followed the path of what i thought it was going to be which was uh you know him uh, not really. He was depressed, not happy with how life is going, and him reclaiming his uh, his identity is, is is kind of the way the way I looked at it there. Um, the if, if I had a complaint, here we go, Dion with complaint. What? Um, it was. I wish. I wish they had a movie budget to put on this six episode show because there was moments definitely where it was like like oh man this is really cool i wish they would have had a couple you know hundred thousand dollars more to spend on the uh, on, on the cgi here and the, there uh, the episode that you're pointing out to this, when they're trying to get into the base they just have like 30 dudes standing on like uh, a studio shooting one laser into their wall yeah uh that that's what when i noticed i was like oh yeah this is a tv show oh yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh when vader does like the force gripping like just like for for that moment like it was awesome and i literally screamed like i was like oh yes like <laughs> like it was great uh when i rewatched it i was like i was like all right it kind of looked like a video game cinematic which isn't bad like it looked good uh from that standpoint but it didn't look like it would be something where if i was watching a feature film i would be like that needs to be better what happened here but i guess it's in the in the range of acceptable for uh for a tv show for me all right um wh where do you i mean this open open discussion where do you guys want to go next what, what do you want to talk about I mean, what do you, so we saw all of Leia's arc uh, for the show. Uh, do you, do you have any new Leia opinions uh, from when we first met her? I, uh, I, think I, she, I do. Okay, go ahead. I am glad that, so in, in the sequel trilogy, they they put a lot of focus on on leia right like there was a lot of things that revolved around her um but if you hadn't really read in my opinion again mind you i'm somebody who's read the read like all the canonical books and all that like in those books you get a great understanding and a better connection in my opinion of with leia like you get more than just what's on screen and like seeing her as as a kid and seeing some of that character development i'm i'm glad that we got to spend 
more time with that character before she was you know the bad you know the just the 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 the, the badass general who who is just you know she's on point she she is is the rock um and just getting to see that like oh hey she was uh you know she was going through some pretty crazy stuff while b- besides you know getting hunted down by Riva her brother was was pretty much just chilling Right, like she, she really, she was developing those, uh, those skills. They hint at her doing like junior senate, which is something that she does, uh, in, in the books, and uh, it's it's pretty. It was cool to see on screen. Ryan, uh, yeah. Anybody, Wait. anybody else as far as Leia? Uh, I mean, I, I it, it was nice. I, I never, I never read any of the books related to um, to the to the Skywalker saga. Like the mm-hmm. only books I've looked, I've read were like some of the older ones, like Old Republic ones. Um, so I was looking at the whole time Leia through the lens of Leia. I guess I just accepted Leia as being, you know, being who she was, like. Mm-hmm. The director said, this is who she is. And I said, well, okay, that's who she is. You know, <laughs> just just like, yeah, sure. I mean, that's what you say. Um, but but it, was, it, it was interesting that in the first episode or two, probably two episodes, in the first two episodes, I genuinely disliked Leia. I'm like, what an annoying little brat. Like, <laughs> I mean, that, that was just my thought process. It was like, it was, it was like yeah, I mean, I didn't dislike the show or anything. I've spent a lot of time with 10 year olds. That that, that was personality like, was on point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that, this is like, what, what an annoying brat. Like, I, I, that, I would be exhausted after a day with that. Um, towards the end of the, I, I mean, I genuinely thought like, hey, what a, you know, this is, I, I saw the development, like you said, I saw like, like I couldn't see like, this is the molding of somebody that will, will have character mm-hmm. uh you know like it builds character yeah well that, that's what you saw it built character it's like it's a you know it's a spoiled brat very annoying that goes through stuff and is like oh it's real out there mm-hmm. and then that 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 kind of grounds and centers around you know it grounds the person the child you know so she went from like a happy-go-lucky annoying uh make fun of their cousins person to a uh, you know ish is real yeah stuff is real for yep. sure now ryan earlier you were uh talking about the ending let's let's go ahead let, let's jump there what'd you want to hit well at least to what I, I pertained to before um we did finally see the force ghost of one qui-gon jinn qui-gon uh, <laughs> which uh, I assumed was going to happen in this series as to it being hinted at, at the end of episode three when Yoda was like, how to commune with him, I will teach you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never saw Yoda teach him, but my assumption is he taught Kenobi, but Kenobi throughout all the trauma and everything, like he could never probably get it to work because as Qui-Gon said at the end, he was never ready until now. Um, and that's what I'm like I don't know if you can 
base most of I don't I don't think you can make it the main plot of a season two of Kenobi for him to learn from Qui-Gon's Force Ghost and like how to do what Qui-Gon's done in his afterlife essentially. But to be a main subplot, yes. I'd want to see how that develops. Like what is interactions with a now force ghosted quiet because and when's the since the original trilogy, right? We haven't had like well, Rise of Skywalker would be the last time, I think. Like a seriously good master student go force ghost interaction. Mm. Um I mean, last last Skywalker was even like was even light. Last Jedi was the whole Yoda Luke Mm -hmm. thing. Like that was a little bit, but I mean, if we're talking back to how Obi Wan and Luke interacted from the original trilogy, like that's the kind of little more. You know what I mean? Like I want to see more powerful. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'd like to see in season two, if that's because obviously they're teasing it here, so it should lead to something. I hope it would be a substantial subplot. And I don't think it can be a main plot, but I think it needs to. Um, I'd like to see more of that development between uh, because we, we don't see. We, we saw the end of Qui Gon and Obi's relationship of a master and apprentice, right? Mm-hmm. We never got to see the long before. It's in the books, like you're aware of Dion. Um, I'd like to see how that relationship would be now, now that Qui-Gon is a Force ghost shown him showing himself to Obi, and just how they would interact more in a in a TV series. Agreed. Agreed. I think I think that book could be a, a show. I think people would would tune in for sure uh, because it is Obi Wan when they're young. I think they'd probably have to recast Obi Wan. They probably can still pull off Liam Neeson being Qui Gon. They probably have to re- recast Ewan, which I don't know that that might that might make Disney afraid to do. Uh, but I wouldn't uh, doubt they would do flashbacks. Oh, for they sure. Would show a younger Ewan that someone else would be casted. Now, I do got I do got a uh, a, a little little X wing question. Not sure if you guys noticed, right? In this scene, they showed this land. It was there's a Lancer class pursuit craft in the background, and they they, they just keep showing it in the background, like all these angles, and this ship is just sitting there. Uh, it's a slightly modified from what we have as a as a model. Uh, because our, our the front engines, I think we that we have our circles instead of like this oval shape. Um, a little a little bit of speculation. Who do you think who's on the planet that we? Is it a bounty hunter? We don't know. Is it just like a general ship? Any any ideas? I mean, what is the Lancer originally? Because most of the bounty hunter or scum ships are basically modded up versions of something that was a military ship at one point. So who's that, military that it's a pursuit to craft specifically, uh, similar to the fire spray. So I assume like this is like a cop car or like a, like made for like bounty hunters. Yeah, it's 
According to the Wikipedia, the first uh, sentence is Lancer class pursuit craft, also known as the Lancer pursuit craft, was a patrol ship produced by Mandel Motors, um, originally at the behest of the Black Sun Crime Syndicate, but it is a patrol ship. So right. it could literally just be a ship that was bought by the Royal Alderaan family or families, whether it's Organa or not, assuming it's probably Organa since it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and just used as, you know, one of the security forces patrol ships. Yep. I just thought it was a pretty aggressive ship to have in the background. Because, like, I mean, it it, it, it it goes zoom, but it also goes boom, you know? Like, I... I don't know. I just it, it got me. It got me thinking. Uh, what what could be? And I was trying to trying to think about timelines. Uh, we know that uh, Asajj Kanonic uh, has one of these. Right? It's a different style, different paint job. So it's it's not this one. I mean, but mind you, we've never seen Asajj in live action. She. Depending on, I'm not. She might be alive at this time. There's this whole uh, other. In, it's it's canonical. It's in the in in one of the books. There's an Assage and Quinlan Voss adventure uh, that happens. Maybe it turns out they took a pit stop in Alderaan. Um, well, who knows? I, I just I I thought it was really cool to see see this ship that we've never seen in in this view before. Um, being so featured in, in a bunch of bunch of shots. I, you know, I'd say for me the you know the this in between of like what has Leia um and um Obi and stuff been known for the twenty years in between you know in the twenty year in the in the twenty years of the of the rebellion and what you get at the beginning of episode four you know, between episodes three and four, makes me wonder. Like, I and you, and you guys reading the book, you guys might have some reference. I didn't read those books again, so mm-hmm. I don't have any reference. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, um, Yoda must. You know, he, he's not twiddling his thumb for twenty years. Like, he's got to be doing some, you know, pulling some strings and 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 uh, you know, even if it's not you know a lot of action he's got to be pulling some strings you know making things happen making things go a certain way i don't see him as somebody that that would just you know pull a pull a luke (laughs) 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 and um uh also thinking you know like uh what about um lando you know what's you know what's lando during during these 20 years so it, it does bring make me think about you know if this is what um obi is doing and and this is what obi's up to during this time there's got to be some some neat stories that that are in that in the same 20 year period for some of the other characters that 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 are like well i need i need the calarizian chronicles i need it i need it so much I think Will had we did we talk about it? I think I'm not sure if it was on air or off air. Where it's like you get Donald oh, Glover to play yeah. young Lando, mm-hmm. Lando, but you you keep flashing back to Billy D. Williams, like he's in a room just <laughs> just talking to people. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm in on that. Oh yeah. I would take it. I would take it. 
Um, any other things you guys want to bring bring up just in general about the series? Any questions? Uh, I don't know. It just, I mean, it, it's a little it, more casual. To me, to me it, it explained uh, the uh, – the such a strong connection Leia always had with Obi Wan, right? She uh, she called him out by name, right? Knew his address, I guess, because uh, she had to tell R two D two something, right? Uh, when she told him that uh, she was the only hope. So, uh, Reese, I really like how they re-cemented that. Uh, uh, question of like, why would Leia, h- how would Leia know Obi-Wan and why would she think, you know, he was um, so cool? I yeah, mean, o- already I mean, saved th- me. I've seen it. I literally yeah. lived it. It was the only yeah. hope. Yeah, only hope. Uh, right? Like, how would she know she, he was a Jedi Master, all that stuff, right? And then as well, she names her son Ben, uh, which is what uh, Kenobi kept saying. Uh, I, I think he stopped saying it at, at some point when he was not so sad anymore, when he reconnected to the Force. Right. But he was like, I'm not Obi-Wan, I'm Ben. Uh, he kept saying that like repetitively in the first couple episodes before he yeah. finally reconnected. Uh, so I think that's uh, strange mm-hmm. uh, that like she didn't take Obi-Wan, she took Ben, his like pseudo name, yeah. his like undercover disguise name. Uh, but still, a strong connection uh, between the two. Now, obviously, Obi-Wan like, saves them in the Death Star and stuff like that, right? Uh, spoiler alert for uh, A New Hope. <laughs> but, what? Uh, <laughs> but saves them. Uh, and uh, so, like, that made, always made sense. I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe she still thinks back about that day. Pretty traumatic couple of days. So, mm-hmm. but this, uh, again, cements the... Um, the connection between them. I really liked all of the uh, things Obi-Wan says to her about her like lineage at the end, right? And you, you see it later, or earlier, rather, when they're on that planet with the the truck driver guy, well, when they're like riding in the back of his truck, mm-hmm. uh, where he is he's like saying all these things about you know i see a little bit of your mother and you and obviously he's like telling a tale but the best lies are partial truths right right? so so he was saying truthful things he just was saying it in a deceitful context essentially uh that uh comes back in there was a lot of i forget if obi-wan calls it out directly but like um he references that, like, she's not just Padme. Leia is very much Anakin as well. Right. Uh, now, he only mentions the good things about Anakin, but mm-hmm. uh, it it sets the uh, standard that uh, Leia has all of parts of Anakin in her as well, which... It's probably why she like rejects the force at a certain point, um, almost like scared of it, right? Right. Later on in her life, so I think that's that's really interesting uh, that uh, we see that that connection between Leia's not just like a powerful woman; she's a powerful woman because of her her lineage, right? 
Now, I have a question for y'all. So, I think one of the things I've been seeing a a lot of, uh, a lot of question, is why is it that Ariva has now survived not one, but two stabs in the chest with a lightsaber? Do you think, or I guess potentially, did she survive the second stab? And is she still alive? At the end of episode six, is she alive? What do you guys, right? I mean, yes. So, um, she went off walking off or something. So I I know, like, I know that's a, that's a a thing of a a question. It's like our man, Obi-Wan went down, looks like a punk now because some inquisitor (laughs) ends up getting shanked twice and doesn't die. So, so, um, the first time they say like, Oh, her, her, her revenge kept her alive, right? Her drive for revenge. Is what like healed her? Um, yeah, and I Grand get- Inquisitor says to, like specifically like to her that like revenge is uh, a heck of a motivation. Yeah. So I mean, I guess technically she got up from the second one for revenge as well, but then changed her mind. Right. Wait, who's, who stabbed her a second time? I thought Vader. she got shot. It was, it was Vader. Vader shanked her. Reva's only been stabbed once. No, didn't Vader oh, stab she, her? Vader yeah. stabbed her. Yeah, at the no, end. In the, in, in the hangar. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then but, she was uh, also stabbed as a, as, a as a kid. As a kid. Oh. No. So that was suggested. Was it really ever sure that she actually yeah, got she stabbed? Yeah, they showed I mean, it was pretty clear. I mean, they, they had the same facial expression. They had the same stabbing motion. She, and he even said, it like, yeah, I remember you. And he repeated the same action. I mean, I thought it was pretty clear that she I was, was stabbed. Sure. And I, then I she, she played barely dead. evaded it. Well, and... oh, come on. I didn't think she would have yeah, been yeah. able to evade yeah, it. Yeah, it, was, it was very well, traumatic. They, they, they never had her. the visual. Right, so right. I didn't. Well, they're not going to show a, you know, seven-year-old or eight-year-old be gutted. <laughs> I yet. mean, they had Vader snap a kid's neck in the street. That did happen. <laughs> in this yeah. series, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a little more like oh, than like a lightsaber stab. Yeah, they like she like tortured Obi Wan by dragging him through like burning goals as well pretty brutal stuff well either way she survived at least one potentially up to two stabbings and i guess I, i'm okay. curious to know what's I gonna mean, so be did, so did grand inquisitor though right true he, that. he did he did come back with no story yeah of just like i would like your jewelry please thank you <laughs> give me give my butt Ooh, loot nice <laughs> <laughs> I choose to loot the body. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Um, so I guess what it, any if we're talking about characters that that come from this show, you know, Riva is uh, is the newest one, uh, or one one of the new ones. Do we do we get more of her in in a, in a future Obi Wan series, or does she belong in her own or in a different story? I guess she belongs in a video game. She's going to be a cameo in a video game. I was thinking about that too, actually. Jedi Fallen Um, Order two, probably. Realistically, if you look at Riva, she's a that like came from the Inquisitors. Mm -hmm. That's a prime candidate for like a strong 
like part of the crew member of Cal Kestis's crew at that time. Oh, right? you're right. Yeah. Like, I I could see Riva being that person because apparently, the next Fallen Order game takes place in the same time frame as the Kenobi series. True that. So, Riva could. It's weird. We usually see the like. Besides the obvious, like, you know, they're in the movie, they, they they jump to a game because the game's made for the movie, right? Right. But, like, we don't really see a lot of, like, a actually canon-continuing story of a character from the live-action into a game. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually a good call, Marcel. I thought about that, too. I think that's definitely possible. Um, Reva could also just end up similar to, like, Asajj Ventress. Mm-hmm. She was casted out and decided to go into bounty hunting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if how Reva ended up seemingly on an emotional or mental level, if she, like, if that fits her character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she went a little, like, not full light side, but she held back against more violence. Right. Because that violence was her original trauma, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't want to become that doesn't mean bounty hunting is the same violence level as being like Darth Vader, which is what she hated the most. Right. But um, I don't know if that's like the direction that would make the most sense. Might be something she would try. I don't know. What do you think the character? I'm interested. What do you guys think about putting her in Cassian as part of the Rebellion? The Andor series? Yeah, Andor. Turn around. Yeah, I mean, if they, they're all pla- plan- planning it at the same time. Um, I guess that what that would do is uh, we know how, how Cassian's stories ends, right? Yeah. Like that would add a, a new character who we don't have an explanation for their their ending, their role. Um, so it could, could add some weight there. Uh, and Ryan, to kind of play off of what you were saying, I would love to see Cal Kestis. Like, if they did, like, a full circle, like, they take Reva, put her in the video game, and then we get Cal Kestis in live action. Because that the, the face of Cal Kestis is an actor. Like, like that's a person. They could just – they literally just got to throw throw the, the, the costume on, and you have Cal Kestis in person. And then out of nowhere comes Sam Witwer as Starkiller. Whoosh. <laughs> That's an old cut. That is an old cut, but still available. They haven't used his face is not canonical yet. He's for people who don't know, Sam Witwer is the voice of many known characters in Clone Wars, including his biggest one being Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is he is a one of those like actors that is a true fan. He loves everything Star Wars. Too. Mm-hmm. Seems like a really cool dude. He's even visited FFG once before. I watched that little interview he had visiting yep. your offices at the time. Um, but he originally, as far as I'm aware, started as Star Killer in the Force Unleashed games. For anyone who hasn't looked at those, since they are at least 10, 15 plus years old now, at least. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. That's old. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, um, I think I think that's a, that's a good way to put a put a put a 
uh, cap on on today's episode. Thank you for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week. Uh, well, potentially, we got to figure out logistics, but at least in two weeks, uh, we'll get to talk about the. Um, uh, the upcoming planning phase uh, syndicate event, um, how how that went uh, at that point, and get to start previewing our thoughts going into the next Galactic Championship qualifier. It is Malachor, and uh, looking forward to that. Remember, you can join us on Discord for more discussions, uh, and if you want to become one of our largest part of our large group of supporters head to patreon.com slash gold squadron thank you so much for everybody for your time love your faces be smart be safe gold squadron out